This episode of The Movie Men is brought to you by Norm's Family Restaurant. Since 1947, it's Hanover's oldest restaurant. Always clean, always fresh. I mean, has it always has it been the oldest restaurant since 1947? We'll have an episode about that in the future. Okay. Well, hello and welcome to the second attempt of this episode of The Movie Men. The Movie Men podcast, Brady. The Movie Men podcast. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget that we're a podcast. Well. Sometimes I think we're a romance novel series. Yeah, that's on Thursdays. What? What do you do? This is see, is this why every time I'm like, hey, let's get together and record on Thursday? You're like, no, sorry, I've got... I've got stuff going on. I've already said too much. Like, what is this? No, no, no. What is this group? You've got a group? <laughs> I've got a business card. I'll give it to you later. Okay. That's that's commitment to yeah. a weird cause. So. So. We've got a bonus episode for you. We've got a bonus episode. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Middle of the week. Huzzah. This is your hump episode. Yep. They won't receive it on hump day, but they'll get it after I don't know. Maybe day. they will. We'll see. Tomorrow's hump day. I'll I don't do even it. know what They'll day it is. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's okay. Tuesday. True. I don't what sleep. Are you doing? I don't sleep that much, so the days it's just like one big long day. That's seven. why don't you sleep because of the the fruit of your looms? My daughter, yes. <laughs> oh right, fruit of the loom is like underwear, right? Yeah, yeah. And well, don't like worry, we'll edit that part out. Sure. Oh, we're not editing anything out okay. ever. Um, so, so a little bit of housekeeping. Yes. Um. We're not alone in the universe. We have a guest. And that guest's name is... Mr. Kenneth Money Pennington. Thank you, thank you. Money? Why is... Is there a story here? Well, he. I'm going to give him an introduction. He doesn't need one. Okay. But for those those who don't know him, Kevin is a young professional. He is a two-time pickleball champion. Stop. You're making me blush. Stop it. But most importantly for tonight... He is a Lion King connoisseur. Uh, I'll take yes. that. That is true, true. Yeah. He has a Among tattoo. all those other things. He has yes. a tattoo that actually says that. You weren't supposed to see that, but okay. <laughs> that, says, that says Lion King connoisseur. <laughs> yeah. You can only see it in tank tops. That's, that's, I'm, that's all I'm, I'm going to say. I'm a big fan of don't judge others. <laughs> and, you know, it's your body, it's your life, do your own thing. Right. If you had a tattoo that said Lion King connoisseur, I'd probably laugh right in I'll your keep, face i'll keep my shirt on just don't look at my right shoulder you know yeah. you won't I, see it i'd be that kid from from the simpsons mm. <laughs> nelson yeah, yeah that's nelson. right um so a couple pieces a couple more pieces of housekeeping right um Get those as, out. as previously mentioned this is a bonus episode um which means a couple of things one it means you don't have to wait till sunday that's exciting uh, two, it means that we are more than likely reviewing a movie that's currently in the theaters. Also exciting. And number three, it means that our usual format, um, which includes keeping the episode to a reasonable length um, and ending the episode with what we watched this week and some recommendations for each other, 
Um, we don't really worry about any of that. We kind of just focus on the movie and we let, uh, you know, we let the episode kind of be its own thing. We let it breathe. We let it breathe. We, cool. we unzip what needs to be unzipped. So we let it, it air out. Yeah. Couple more pieces of housekeeping. Oh. Uh, obviously, spoilers and uh, yes, spoilers. As we alluded to, we have a guest. Um, this is our first guest, other than our brief cameo, Violet, who really didn't have a speaking role in that episode. She produced that well. She Vi- produced it that well. That was very well put. Violet down. being your little girl. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, Some context, Pete. Sorry, I should. Context is that. king. Sleep is king. Um, <laughs> of which I don't know anything about. Um, so just with a guest, we're kind of working through this process. So our tech is fine. It's adequate. But if it just sounds a little fuzzy, hazy yeah. or weird at times, that's just why. the guy that takes care of all of our audio is far from a professional. Steve is a joke. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Kevin, just Steve. ignore Steve. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just He's the guy we'll in the corner. We'll with keep the, him with the door closed. Yeah. 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 All right. He's the guy in the corner with a dunce cap. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so but yeah, spoilers. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about this movie as if you were the guy selling the milk duds mm-hmm. up and down the aisle. Right. Which you might be. You might be. <laughs> you might be. Hey Steve. Steve. Hey Steve. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, um yeah, we're we're just going to talk. Now, we probably won't spoil much for you story-wise because I mean, if you're anybody who's anybody, you've seen the original Lion King. Right. Um, and so, I, I mean, for the most part, you already know the story. Um, but there's some fun differences between the original and this one. Yeah. There's some things that they chose uh, to do artistically. And we don't, we don't want to spoil any of those for you if you're not prepared to have them spoiled. Yeah. So go to your local uh, hole-in-the-wall theater or your um, drive-in, or your Cineplex, or your, uh, what, Silver City, yeah. or, you know, whatever. Sure. Uh, wherever you are, yeah. um, go check it out. Yeah. And then come back. And listen. And spend an hour, hour and a half listening to us talk very professionally. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's what we do. We are professionals. Yeah. And uh, we take our job very seriously. Yeah. And um, that's about as far as I can go with that and not feel like a total... Let's get into it. Okay. Um, So, Kevin, yay or nay? I'm going to give it a yay. That's a thumbs up for me. All right. Pete, yay or nay? Yay. I think it was worth the price of admission. Awesome. Is is, it, is anyone going to ask what I care? Yeah, your name. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, Brady. oh, okay. Can you well, ask Steve no, what no, he I thinks? D- I didn't know if you're going to ask. Ask, but, ask yeah. Steve what he thinks. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Hey, Steve. What do you think? I think he's giving a thumbs up in the corner. Yeah, I see him. Yeah. I think he's flipping me off. <laughs> now, oh, now look. <laughs> oh, he's that finger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I had a blast. Um, yep. I brought okay. my mom. Yeah. I thought I saw her there. Yeah. She was. Uh, she was the person sitting beside me. I think she's the mom. person I talked to and I said, hi, Brady's mom, I'm Peter. Yes. But. Yeah, it was your first time meeting her. Yeah, in person. This is, I, and this is also my first time meeting Kevin. Yes. Right. Um, and this is my first time meeting both of you. So this is really oh, kind of a fun all around. Kenichiwa. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had, yeah, I had a blast. Mm. Um, it, um, uh, what was really, and I leaned over to you just before the movie started and I said, uh, I I I said this is my prediction. Mm-hmm. When the movie starts, 
I'm going to get chills. I'm going to get goosebumps because we, I, I said, so we all know how the movie's going to start. The screen's going to go it's, black. It's nostalgia. You knew it was coming. Yeah. Mm. The screen's going to go right. black and yep. then um, it'll cut to that, the, the horizon shot. Right. And the sun yep. will crest over the African horizon, yes. and the singing will start, and mm-hmm. you'll just it'll be like you're you'll be transported back in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that my prediction was a hundred percent accurate. Hmm. There were several times in this movie that I several times I got chills, mm. um, and I would say pretty much any time music started, I got chills. Hmm. Like I got yeah. chills when "Just Can't Wait to Be King" started. Right. Um, because the instrumentally, like the voices were different singing them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But instrumentally, there were a lot of hits that were like basically this, like when Akuna Matata start, started, yeah. yep. I was like, oh no, my gosh. Yeah, the score was on point for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the songs, like you said. You got the you got those goosebumps. You, you know you know you know the song, but it's different. Yeah. Um, but everybody you know remember them. Yeah. Um, you can you sing along, like everybody's kind of bopping around a your little feet, bit. Your feet your yeah, feet start yeah. tapping. Yeah. You know what's coming. You enjoying it. It's good. Yeah. The one was... the one that I wish one of my favorite songs is "Be Prepared," and so they did kind of a rendition of yeah. that. They did a different yes. version, and they didn't want to offend people with some of the marching like they did in yeah. the original cartoon. So yeah. I, I understand it. Mm-hmm. So that was the only. I wasn't disappointed, but I, I if that one had gone on, I would have appreciated. Yeah, it. that and another mm. reason why they had to cut a bunch of that song out. If you think about it, mm. um, lyrically, the majority of that song in the animated movie is him making is scar making comments about uh he's kind of taking shots at the intelligence of the hyenas right right and because in the cartoon the hyenas are a lot more slapstick yeah they're they're pretty stupid with the exception of uh shenzi whoopi goldberg Goldberg in the original one um and so yeah he's kind of he kind of is you know, taking shots at them the whole right. time. That's actually a good point. But in this one, the hyenas are a lot more intelligent. To, to the credit of this movie, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. And sh- let's ag- let's agree on how to say it. Shenzi, 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 Shenzi. Like Shenzi Apologies to all the Lion King buffs yes. out there. <laughs> After our previous Lion King yeah. episode, I got pinned against the wall for all our butchering of the names did you really by who someone i live with oh okay <laughs> oh you're uh one month old you're one month old daughter. <laughs> not gonna name names um she's she's so much scarier in this one they're all Agreed. they're she, all intimidating she's like menacing yeah and at first like everything that was honestly everything that was supposed to be sad in this movie um felt sadder than the original everything hmm. that was supposed to be scary yeah. felt scarier than the like i going into it jeremy irons does an amazing job of voicing scar in the original yeah he's got that menacing yes. kind of just twisted voice um he, and i don't think the actor in this one had okay. quite the same no. twisted voice thought, to it. he didn't no, no. i but, thought i was gonna get torched for this but i totally agree there was something about his voice it wasn't it wasn't evil yeah it, like there was something off with it that the original scar it just had that menacing voice jeremy irons i legit read this in uh, for the original lion king like he went into the recording studios 
and smoked like a chimney just to get his voice even just more gravelly and just of, kind yeah, of get yeah, into yeah. that persona character yeah. voice. Had that grit. In yeah. Like, and I, I do feel in this live action one, it was it was fine, but it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the hyenas, I think in the elephant graveyard, yeah, I was scared for these in, two cause there's pups. Because like, there's like this subtle, like as they first approach, there's this subtle laughing mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. happening. And it's like kind of human laughing, but it's also very animal. And it's like, oh, the sound mixing in this was incredible. Because especially when Scar is talking, um, I picked up that they they kind of, every time one of the lions talked, um, especially the male lions, hmm. they would kind of very subtly overlay a, a roar into it. So hmm. as they were talking, there was kind of this animalistic deep roar yeah, when and they, the louder they talked yeah. the more present that roar yeah. became hmm. um but uh, to me that was that was really cool yeah that, that was, that was in there. Did, yeah i'm thinking of one the one where scar's kind of taken or not a huge spoiler. Mm. I mean, we kind of talked about this but yeah yeah when he's like he's really punctual on a few of his um his his notes and he gets that little roar kind of mixed in with his talking voice. And I oh, thought that cool. was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I noticed that a few times as well. I thought that yeah. was pretty neat. Hmm. Sorry. Side note here, Kevin. Don't don't be afraid to put your your face right up to the, yeah. okay. to the microphone. I've only so made out with you. it thrice. So it's still kind of clear. Right. Don't. Yeah. I wouldn't lick it. No, unless no. you're like up to date on your immunizations. <laughs> yeah. Even uh, then, yeah. there's some things that aren't curable. There are so many things stylistically in this movie uh as i was driving my mom back to her place Mm. um we talked about the fact that like just attention to small details right um she pointed out to me even during the movie she pointed out um that towards the end of the movie all of the female lions um whether it was cerebi or, sorry, Cerubi. Cassidy. Cerubi, Cerabi. Yeah. Cerabi. Cerabi, yeah. Um, and Nala, Nala and all of them right. were getting thinner. Okay, yes. Because they weren't they yeah. weren't getting priority of the, you know, they weren't getting to eat properly. Well nourished. That and something like this, I noticed it the second they did it, and I thought like uh I think it was supposed to be somewhat of a subtle thing. Mm. Um yeah. But the fact that I noticed it didn't bother. I was still like, oh, hats off to you. Um, hmm. From the very moment that, like after Mufasa dies, from the very moment that Scar returns to Pride Rock, mm-hmm. right up until the end of the film, we never see Pride Rock again where it's not overcast. Hmm. Like that initial scene, so everything, everything in Pride Rock prior to that mm-hmm. is a bright blue sky there's very lush african colors um and the second that scene happens where scar is telling everyone what happened in the gorge it is super gray Mm -hmm. like they've really toned down emotionally they're trying to convey to you things are gloomy things are gloomy things are not good So that was, I like, yeah, I appreciate that so much. I was like, wow. All subtle things, but kind of contribute towards the end goal of just conveying a theme and conveying just different things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
I have a little side note here. Yeah. So I haven't seen Lion King in 15 years, but like cool. as a kid watching, I loved it. But yeah. the very first scene of the movie, Scar paraphrases and says, I'm the brains, Mufasa's the bronze, essentially. Yep. Um, and then he goes and talks to hyenas, and he's talking about how they're overhunting. And the first thing he does when he becomes king mm. as the brains is he overhunts, and he kind of ruins the pride rock. Did anybody else like... I, <laughs> I Like, I only picked up on that when I was watching it now. Oh, I missed it. And I was yeah. just like, he's supposed to be the smart guy. And why is he, <laughs> he, he saw what they did hmm. and he's allowing them to do it to his, his pride land now. Yeah. Right. And I never picked up on that as a kid, but yeah. It, yeah. it was like sticking right in your face as an adult watching this movie. Right. And I was like, what's, what's going on with Scar? He, like, you're yeah. supposed to be the brains. Yeah. Get, well, get your face right in there, Kevin. I'm get, still too quiet. You're, you're still too far away. I'm sorry. You I'm gotta, sorry. you gotta, you know. Like, um, imagine you're whispering in the ears of the audience. Hi. <laughs> We're gonna turn this into an ASMR. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, absolutely. Ab- I I didn't pick you know, up on but, that. But as like a kid, you don't. Yeah. You don't understand the the whole thick of the plot and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. But I, think, I remember watching it the first yeah. time. That was like that's all I could think of was like you're the you're the you're the brains mm-hmm. like what's your thought process behind this yeah. yeah i now i wondered and correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. um we did just watch the the, the animated one yeah um or the original yep. the animated one yep. um but in and maybe i maybe i missed this but it it's my impression that in the animated one um when scar first approaches the hyenas mm-hmm. it's kind of like he's already somewhat like i don't know it, like they're it, acquainted already they're acquainted oh, already. Yeah. yeah oh for and, sure and they already kind of like the hyenas are already kind of his henchmen oh yeah um yep. and um in this one, it wasn't like they didn't yeah. really know who Agreed. he was when yeah. he arrived. Right. And they threatened to kill him. Who do you smell like? Oh, and that's Mufasa. That's yeah. literally the scene I was kind of just alluding to. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, I thought similar thing. I was like, and we, we haven't really touched on this, but uh, this movie's 20 minutes longer than the original animated yeah. one. Right. So there are some scenes that were added, some that were extended, some that were hmm. um, completely different. Some were spot on, the exact same, but yeah. they kind of took some creative liberties with... Uh, doing some things, and I think that was a, a completely new scene where they first meet him that you were just mm, alluding to there. Yeah, right. Where uh, they're they're not buddy buddy yet. They're not. They, they don't. That's, yeah. that's kind of their first encounter. Yeah. Where the kind of the his which, plot thickens. Which again was, um, I think, played a role in giving the hyenas more intelligence and more independence and power in this one. Right. Is mm-hmm. that in the original, they, except for at the end when they kind of rebel and turn on him, they're doing what they're told to do because they're his lackeys. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, um, and it's, it, it's refreshing almost in this Yeah, new, in this, in this one it's action. more like... Um, it like it, it in this one it really matters that Scar brings something appealing to the table yeah. in order to win them over, um, and then through right. that he ends up manipulating them and yeah. and um, ruling over yeah. them and and you know treating them quite poorly. And on, on that point too, I feel like in the live action the hyenas themselves just had a bigger presence. Yeah. Uh, in the original, there's kind of like the big three. 
Right. Uh, but in this one, like kind of any hyena scene, there wasn't even scenes where the big, I, I'm the big three. I don't know why I'm calling them that, but <laughs> that's, we're going to go with it. Sure. Uh, where it was just them in this one, in the new one, there's kind of, not that they have like speaking roles or anything like that, but no. just physically having more hyenas. Hmm. I kind of, I think that kind of, right. that was one of the differences I noticed the as well. Yeah. Just, yeah. They're not, it's not plot twisting or anything like that. No. It's just, they, you can tell that they have, it's almost more power in numbers essentially kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, it gave them more of a presence um, just in the movie in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was something like you kind of touching on yeah. there that I kind of picked up on. And I was like, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they kind of, because with only three, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. But yeah. when there's a whole pack of them kind of thing, and at the very end, I mean, they were always there in the original. You just didn't see them. No. Yeah. As much as you just saw in this one. You're right. Far, far more intimidating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can were I, there, oh, Pete, sorry. were there any, um, were there any other scenes that you noticed that were dramatically different? Mm, well, it, it's interesting that John Favreau, Favreau. Favreau I, I was watching an interview with him and the kind of struggle that, not struggle, but the challenge that he was trying to kind of uh, master was keeping certain elements of this movie exactly the same because they're just fundamentally just so important to the movie. But then there were some things that he wanted to just creatively just in, do his own interpretation. In. And it was finding that balance of mm-hmm. what am I not rocking the boat too much with, but just he it is his his creative project. Um, so it was interesting to see some things that were just exactly the same, mirrored, tastefully mirrored. But it was fun seeing some montages that were just created like the scruff of hair yes, the Rafiki scene. That, that that's exactly went through what like the the circle of life so to speak mm-hmm. and rolls into Rafiki's hands yeah. quite literally so there was just different scenes He's like that that hands. were importance of washing your hands exactly uh, so just different scenes like that that were just just little not fundamentally all earth shattering but just gave mm-hmm. little nuances yeah. little changes something something that I know he did um make a bunch of changes to very uh deliberately mm-hmm. was the um the personification of the animals right so right. in in the in the original okay um they're very all of the animals are very humanoid Oh. Um, in the okay. same, like they've even got they've like their faces are a little more human facial featured. They have eyebrows that kind of move and and oh. help show expressions. Okay. Um, you have things like um, Scar lying in a hammock, twirling <laughs> some you know right. twirling a stone between right. his fingers or you know the or the mouse. Yeah. Um, and um. Uh, during I just can't wait to be king them forming a pyramid of animal you know right. so just certain things yeah. um, that they are or in many cases walking on two legs yeah right yeah there are moments where they walk on two legs in the original mm-hmm. um, so just just sort of eliminating some of those things in order to keep sort of that um, realism yeah they definitely went for the more more of a realism approach even in some of those this other scenes they kind of extended it to kind of explain things to make it slightly more realistic Mm. 
or uh, animals interacting with each other, like right. some animals with the lines, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, stuff absolutely. like that. Like, they don't explain that in the original, um, but they kind of go in more detail. And it's not, it's not nothing crazy, just one or two lines that kind of make you realize that this is a lion and this is a gazelle, and usually they wouldn't interact like they would in the original. Yeah. Can, can I ask just a tangent question? I've yeah. just got a question here. All right. Uh, so going on, I, I can't <laughs> ask this question. Next um, one. <laughs> So, a question, it's, so later in the movie when Nala comes and hunts, quote-unquote, Pumbaa, yeah. and then they realize, hey, I know uh, Simba, Simba? I know, we all know yeah. each other, yeah. um, I'm not going to hunt Pumbaa anymore, we're all friends, we can communicate with each other. It's not that our communication is limited to our species, or predators and prey, like predators can only talk to each other, prey can only talk to each other. I just find it fundamentally flawed that during the stampede section, why couldn't they just communicate and say, guys, it's all cool. Stop trampling each other for five minutes. Let's have rational heads prevail. Yeah. But they were being chased by the hyenas, though, right? And in those in their mind, they were running for their lives, right? But they could communicate and say you guys are fine. I think I also missed in the original that it was the hyenas causing the stampede. It for sure was, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's, I'm just think. I just don't understand in this world why communication can happen in some ways but not in others. Well, and the community and that's the thing is something I thought about during it. Uh, It's it's funny the things that you think about when it seems more real. Mm -hmm. Right. um, That you don't have an issue with when it's a cartoon. Yeah. Um, True. And so, yeah. so one of those being um, when, like, the the relationship between, for instance, a lion and an antelope, or a gazelle, or whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. they were, yep. right? Um, there's a scene where they're like, you know, Mufasa is talking to Simba, mm-hmm. and he says. Um, Something about from, you know, everyone from the, you need to protect everyone from the ant to the mighty yeah. antelope or mm-hmm. whatever. And Simba says, uh, don't we eat those? Yeah. And Mufasa says, yes, but, uh, you know, and it's actually a great line. He says, uh, he says, but when we die, we turn into the grass. Yeah. It and goes both then ways. they eat us. And that's kind of is that, you know, hence yeah. the mighty circle of life. Yeah. But in this scene they're like they're pretty close to the antelope that they're talking about right yeah and there seems to be like the antelope definitely notice them they're definitely aware that they're there and they're not running for their life so when is it like um like what is the relationship between the antelope and the lion where the antelope goes uh i'm not going to run from you yeah because I know my place in the circle of life. Yeah, that's true. And when it's time for you to hunt me, you'll hunt me. Maybe they've and, got... Oh, sorry, sorry go ahead. No. And even there's a few scenes where, like, they talk about hunting, so it's, it's not like they're not mm-hmm. hunting. Like, they're more open in this one that, yes, we do hunt the gazelles. as you imagine? Stuff like that. Can you imagine just why? Hi, uh... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, your name... To, oh, Fred? Fred, hi, I'm Mufasa. Um, I've selected you for lunch today. Have you, Terribly you, sorry about that, chap. Did you ever read the story in school called The Lottery? No. No. So, so essentially, like, this whole town has a lottery, and once a year, the person who wins the lottery gets stoned. 
like, like stones thrown at them, like, like killed, they like stoned murdered. To death. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe <laughs> it's something like that. Maybe everyone in this universe is just really comfortable with predestination, and they're like, "Yep, I'm meal number twenty-seven on February thirteenth." But then at the same time, remember later on in the in the movie, uh, and fair enough, Simba kind of jumps out of the grass out of nowhere, and yeah. then Zell kind of like he flips out and he's running, and he's like, "Oh, you're not a real, you're oh, not, yeah. you know what I mean?" So yeah, I never actually picked up on that, but they yeah. are. Because I, my original thinking was that you know it's it's more of a realistic movie, and that's mm-hmm. to me a lot of the extra twenty minutes came from them kind of explaining, right, making stuff slightly more realistic or yeah. believable, or kind right. of giving some backstories to what they're doing that they kind of didn't do in the original, right, uh, which I enjoyed, yeah, but so, yeah, I mean, no, so now that you g- say that, the I gazelle really with Timon that. and Pumbaa lead me to another, mm. uh, or leads us to another change, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, not a change, but maybe uh, an addition. Sure. Um, yeah. In this one, Timon and Pumbaa have like a whole group of friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. That right. network. Yeah. There's that, a network song, of animals, yeah. which was that, so cool. Like, I, it wasn't, you know, in the original, um, they're in the woods and or in the jungle, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's only ever just the three of them. Mm-hmm. And they're eating yeah. bugs. And it's just the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, there was like... There's all kinds of animals. Yeah, that, yeah, the one scene where they're—I can't remember what song they're singing now, but like the, the lions in the jungle. Or, uh, in the jungle. In the yeah. jungle. Yeah. Uh, the lion like, you know, tonight. It starts out yeah. with Timon and Pumbaa, and then yeah. some and bird everybody comes joins. in. And it, and yeah, it was, it's, it's, it was so cool. Yeah. It was so. But it got cut short because that's the Nala scene where she right. yeah. appears, and it's yeah. like I remember seeing it this time, and I, and I was like, oh man, I wish that kind of lasted a little longer. Like, <laughs> I really enjoyed that scene. It was, but it got the song got cut short because obviously what happens later in the movie, but yeah. Just like, oh, that was actually a really cool scene. Yeah. yeah. Another example of kind of John Favreau, that is a carbon copy of what happens in the cartoon, but because they are different characters, they have their network, it balloons into this kind of like pentatonics ish, like just people just singing on an acapella on, thing. An acapella, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, those are kind of the main big changes can, can i say one that kind of was kind yeah, of bugging me that for sure so all these changes we've kind of been talking about they're more like creative leeway stuff that's sure. not huge yeah but one thing that i noticed the very first time i watched this was yeah. so mufasa's died uh scar talks to simba tells him to run and then he tells the hyenas kill him in the original um simba jumps off the cliff and he falls in the tumbleweed and then they have some comedy stuff i think it's ed slaps into one of them he falls into thorns he jumps back out oh yeah um and then right. all three of them watch him run away and they say something along the lines of he'll never make it he's as good as dead but in this one um what do we say we're gonna call her shin shinzi 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 she says to the other two she kind of that's another thing she kind of has more of a leadership role like yeah. you can tell she's kind of like yeah. the high pecking order um she she says kill him and she leaves so at the end of the movie, when they find out, and it's not, again, not huge plot, but it does kind of alter the plot to the mm-hmm. point where I was like, this isn't kind of creative. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, they're taking, they're changing the, the movie slightly, in right. my opinion. Like, yeah, it, it's not huge. I mean, everything well, is still going to lead to the same, but sure. there's a scene at the end where uh, Scar says something like, oh, Simba's alive. And he kind of looks at them and they all kind of like dip their heads, you know what Coward, I mean? Coward, yeah. But that was something that like the very first I was like that's different and right. that's 
that's not a creative liberty. That's more of like, that's kind of plot altering. And that that's mm. the only one that I really was like, you know, that kind of changed the movie a little bit for me. Right. Like, not that I don't enjoy it, but it just kind of changed right. the whole plot and kind of the outlook on sure. who knows what. And right. you know what I mean? Like, that was one of the, the changes that right. kind of was plot altering slightly. Not huge, but just different, more more than a creative liberty. We'll put it that way. Yeah. 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 Um, did it, I don't know if we talked about this, but the intro um song montage yeah circle of life 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 brady oh yeah yeah absolutely I, um i i i don't know i think i was because it's right at the start of the movie mm-hmm. um i i think it was still you know that song happened at the stage where i'm still trying to figure out where I'm at with yeah. this new movie. And so I think the fact that it wasn't, um, I think that was the only song that I would have rather they used the original recording. Right. Um, yeah. It was very similar, very. but it was definitely different. It was sung yep. a little bit differently at times. Yep. Um, and that to me was the one part where I would have, uh, I would have used the original. Yeah. Because it's just one of those iconic things that in my mind, like, don't touch it. Right. It's just yeah. it, it's just yeah. beautiful that, the way it is. So my clickbait answer to this, I I don't I guess I wasn't really mentally in the zone yet with this movie. So when the sunrise came up and everything like the song begins and things are kind of rolling along, my initial thoughts were like, this actually kind of sucks. Like I, I was like, the cartoon is better. I hope this isn't like foreshadowing of how this whole movie is going to be. But honestly, like a roller coaster that just starts slow and gradually builds and builds and goes faster and faster and faster until you're rolling around and your arms are in the air and the you're just going crazy. By the end of this opening circle of life montage, like I was goosebumps. Like I wanted to put my yeah. hands in the air and like scream out loud, be like, "This movie's amazing!" <laughs> Which is crazy because I feel like to me they could have butchered the first forty-five seconds of that, yeah. the movie. Yeah, but I would have been on such a nostalgia high that they could have right. done anything as long as they kind of had the song right. playing in some some format. It, I it, feel like I would have loved it. It won me over. It, I'm surprised. Like I'm surprised yeah. that yours was actually the opposite because I would have thought if anything you'd you'd go from a high right. to a low. Yeah, no, but for some not reason a low it, to a high. Like yeah. that's and I but I think I agree, Pete. And yeah. I uh, I wonder if um, I wonder if for me it was again yeah getting in the zone. And I think that right at the start of the movie I was almost a little defensive I was a little I felt like I was protecting yeah yeah, like I had Mm -hmm. to protect um the original I had to you know um and I and I didn't want to necessarily like as much as I wanted to love this movie Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready to let my guard down right yeah I I get you know and and but that went so which is like I'm really curious if um if I'll have those same feelings the second time I watch it, mm. or if by that point yep. I've already embraced this movie for what it is and I can just enjoy it front, like right out of the gate. Yeah. So. Also, how cool was that very retro Disney music intro at yeah, the beginning? Yeah, like, the that Disney was very, logo at the beginning. Yeah. So, and unlike the newer one where it's just a castle and some flags waving, like this oh. was like very much like the '90s, like music and cartoon. But it still, it, but it wasn't the '90s one. 
It was updated, but it, but so it was similar. it was kind of like they had taken the live action one that they use now, yeah, and Modified like it. Matt painted it, yeah, right, kind of cartoonified it a little. Talking bit. about like it's like a black screen with like the gold lettering, like no, the like you know that. with it that shows the castle and the thing that goes oh, over it. Okay, and then, I, didn't, you know, I actually didn't pick up on that. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, it's different. different. It's different mm, then okay, because okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. It, it was different, yeah. but it was I, it was good. Like I leaned over to you and I was like, "This is pretty retro seeming." It was, uh, which yeah. is fun. Like it just it was reminiscent of you know this is an older movie. Yeah, um, which which brings me to a question um, for both of you guys. Sure, um, Kevin first because he is our guest of honor. Guests first, ladies first. Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah. um, Kevin, how do you feel? What What is your um, opinion of the fact that Disney is um, both feet into the live action remake the business? Um, so, so I, the key word there, I think you said, is business. Yeah. Um, well, they're in yeah. it. They're in it yep. to make money, and yeah. they they know where to get it. And it's um, working. It, yeah. As I was going to say, it seems to be working. It worked on me. In our, uh, in our rehearsal, we were talking about the numbers. Like, this movie yeah. is cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. it's... Yeah. That's what I mean. I, I, w- I was never... Uh, another, sorry, the other one I'm a big fan of is Toy Story. I haven't got around to watching that one yet. Oh, Toy Story yeah. 4? It's yeah. just like... And yeah, Toy Story 4, sorry. Yeah. Um, and, there, and that one, I think they're even more strategic about. If you look at the timeline... Hmm. Um, for the demographic they're they're aiming at like number one and two and three right and I, i've never seen four so i can't speak on four but yeah. they're they're kind of targeting people that are the you're roughly the same age as andy and you're going through similar things yeah as andy That's pete said in so, real life funny you should you should go back and listen to the there's a podcast about i that. have not watched the toy story 4 one as i just said i have yeah. not seen toy story 4 but yeah i uh, did you guys talk about that yeah, yeah. i guess i should yeah. preface pete, that pete with that feels thing. Pete feels the same way. Pete yeah. feels that, you know. Yeah, so I think they're like that that series for sure. Like I, f- I they're felt like definitely and, targeting. Yeah, and I felt like um, Toy Story 3 does it a little more than Toy Story 4. Like I felt I'd buy that. Going into Toy Story 3, mm-hmm. I felt like this movie is meant for me. Oh, you know, this yeah. movie is meant for people my age. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but just in general, I, I mean, I, I'm not against it. I know some people, again, they're going to, it could be the the best movie ever. Yeah. And sorry, I'm not taking into the mic again. Um, <laughs> um, but just, they're going to look back at it. Um, and there's, it, it's not going to hold up to their childhood memory. So I think they're taking a risk by doing it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's calculated and they know they're going to get money, whether people like it or not, but yeah. I, I understand why they're doing it. I'm, I'm not against it. I enjoy them. Um, I'm sure I'm going to like Toy Story 4. Uh, I liked New Lion King. Um, but yeah, and it seems like as long as they, as long as they do it tastefully and they don't just kind of bang them out, maybe like one a year kind of thing. Like, mm. um, I think, I think it'll go well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not against it. Um, I enjoy it. But yeah. How about you, Pete? I, I'm specifically, I've got a horse in this race. I'm for some reason super pumped about the live action Mulan that's coming out. Okay. Aladdin, I've been on the fence, like I will watch it, and Aladdin is one of my favorite Disney ca- cartoons, but I haven't gone around to see the live action yet. Lion King, I was like, we need to see yeah, this. which like, is surprising, because you it. said that my Lion King yeah. is uh, Aladdin. Aladdin or, yeah. Your Aladdin is my Lion King, which, yeah. I, I mean, I've been talking about this for months, yeah. every day at work. I think, 
I can't wait, can't wait. I think the live action Lion King just has a bit more like just oomph to it than maybe the mm-hmm. Aladdin is. And that's just my perception. But I'm I I can't I can't be an old man and if I yell at clouds they're not going to listen to me anyway. So I guess I'm just passive. Uh, part of I guess it comes back to the whole remakes thing. Some people love them. Yeah. But like Brady said in a previous podcast, why not just enjoy a remake? Even if it yeah. sucks, even if it's a burning car wreck, you still have that DVD on your shelf of the old one. I say go for it. So nobody, live action yeah. Mermaid, live action Mulan, why not? No, nobody yeah. breaks into your house yeah. and takes your Blu-ray of the original no. and says, that's it. This yeah. new one is the You've, nobody. Nobody's gonna George Lucas you and say, what? "Nope, that's it. This is the way it is now. You can't have the originals." Right, <laughs> right. right. So, uh, no, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, what Brady. Do what do you yeah. think? Uh, I'm in. So I'm in. Wait, the, before you, can we ask Steve? Steve, what, yeah. what are your hey, thoughts? Steve, Steve. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Never yeah. mind what a remake is. Just <laughs> yeah, tell he's, us. He's sleeping. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what have we had? We've had uh, these live action remakes started. Uh, or this wave of live action remakes yeah. started with Cinderella. Okay. Um, Beauty, then and the Beauty and Beast. the Beast. Beauty and the Bee. Mm-hmm. Or did Jungle Book come before that? I think Jungle Book came first. You're right. Jungle, Jungle Book, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Uh, Maleficent's in there somewhere, but I wouldn't yeah. say that's like a different. It is a live action. Um, Adaptation almost. Uh, spin off. A yeah. live action spin off of. But it's not. It's not a. It's not a hardcore remake. Right. Um, Aladdin, and then this. Yeah. Right. Uh, we have a trailer for Mulan. Mulan's coming. I think 2020, though, isn't it? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, and um, there's uh, they've announced all the casting information for oh, Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have talked about. We've been given some details about what's happening with the Snow White properties, mm. um, which again. <laughs> is not quite a remake because reports out of Disney suggest that while they're going to do a live action Snow White, um, it is actually going to be a continuation of the story. Oh, cool. um, And it's going to happen further, which okay. uh, is cool. At the same time, I'm like, uh, we've had that a couple of times. We had Mirror Mirror. We had Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, Disney wasn't at the helm of either of those, so, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's that. But that, I, that's got to be tough too. Like different writers, different time period. Yeah. Like to yeah. try to pick up on something like that. Like, yeah, they're almost handicapping themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, out of the list, the only two live action ones that I've seen now are Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. I would be the same. Um, I really like. Be- I actually bought Beauty and the Beast on Blu-ray. Sorry, from from my headphone, it almost sounded like you said you bought Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Oh on wow. Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Really, uh, really, I, I don't know. I had to me. As I said, I'm not smashing you for because no, that's no. my favorite Disney that's... as well. Just that you actually purchased a DVD is yeah. the flooring part I, of that. I purchased statement. movies. Hey, you got to keep the you got to keep the movie business in business so this podcast can live forever. Yeah. Continue, sir. I've cut you off. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen the Cinderella one. Um, but I've recently been thinking about the fact that I should watch it. Um, Fair. I haven't seen the Jungle Book, but I also haven't seen the original animated Jungle Book. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. I would, you know, I, I think in each case for the for the movies I haven't seen, I would want to watch the animated one first. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Really liked Beauty and the Beast. 
uh, adored Lion King today. Um, I've seen just recently, like within the last year and a half, I saw Mulan for the first time. The cartoon? Yeah. I guess I've seen um, And I, my, my, the thing that's holding me back from being excited about the Mulan movie is the changes that they've announced they're making. Mm, see, I'm not aware. Uh, so change number one, there will be no singing. There is no musical numbers in the live action Mulan. What? Yeah. You're... Get get your get the microphone out of your mouth. No, this is why I'm so you're, far away. You're, you're, I re- I re- I take place. back all you're my so statements loud. of excitement Every, for Mulan. Everybody with a headphone on right now thinks that you're the world's biggest a hole for good reason. Um, why would they do that? But uh, so that's gone. Okay. And Mushu or whatever the the dragon character Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to be in it. They're taking out a whole character. Yeah. So yeah. here's so here's essentially huh. what wow. it is. It is. It is, and like uh, who, Bruce Lee or Jet Li, which which one's still alive? Jet Li. I have no idea. Anyway. Bruce Lee is deceased. Okay, so, so Jet, Jet Li. Li I guess Jet Li's alive. in it. Like so, it's basically it's basically Disney's version of a kung fu movie. Okay. Uh, uh, or like a Japanese, you know, yeah. is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and my issue with it, you know, because they go well, you know, maybe some of those songs are a little ridiculous and they don't fit and then you know whatever mm-hmm. uh but i'm like it worked in the beauty and the beast it sure did i'm just thinking of lion king tonight like can you oh. imagine if they cut all the songs it's oh like yeah, yeah. so i you is, know like, my thing is like yeah. i the reason why i liked beauty and the beast so much my favorite scene in beauty and the beast sure by far is uh, whatever that Belle doing her song where she's going through the town square and then everybody starts singing and it's this whole big... And it just felt so... Even though it was live action, it felt Disney. Hmm. It felt like this fantastical, magic, wonderful thing. Right. Um, Lion King felt the same way. Like, I was so glad that that the songs that were there, they only added one song to The Lion King. Um, which mm. didn't even really count. It was just a. It was which Beyonce one? singing as as uh, Simba runs back to the pride. Yeah. Um, okay. Which is a, like I <laughs> I had checked out this song beforehand, and I again I thought this this song is trash. Like I'm not looking forward to being in this movie. And when it happened in that scene when he was running back to Pride, I got goosebumps. I'm like, this yeah. song is so perfect in this circumstance, well, and, es- and especially because Beyonce is voicing Nala. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so it it kind of holds that extra, you know. Imagine being Donald Glover. They're like, whoever voices Timon, I don't yeah. know. They're don't like, know. yeah, you got to sing and you got to be note for note with Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, yeah. Donald, yeah. you have to go note for note with Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> it's like, and he's like Beyonce, like. Some other Beyonce, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, the Beyonce. I was actually thinking about that when I was watching today. I was like, that's so funny. Like, he must have been so yeah. nervous. Like, you have to sing with Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. But so like, that's, I don't know. That's the thing is I'm I'm less excited about the Mulan because yeah. uh, I feel like that's Disney. In my mind, if you're going to do these remakes, make them magical. Make mm-hmm. them For fun. Sure. Make them uh, and not that it won't be a great movie with some fun action and all yeah. this stuff, but it feels like Disney is going, uh, and maybe this isn't the thought process behind it, but the way I interpret it is Disney saying, well, no one's going to believe the, you know, the little dragon and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. no one's going to believe a beast. 
No one's going to believe lions that are singing, I just yeah. can't wait to be king. Like, exactly. it's not, we're not watching these movies because we go, historically, oh, you know, we accurate. feel like they're, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a yeah. thing, right? Um, that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier. Like, as long as they keep it tasteful, stick with the theme. For sure. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. No. no. Everybody loves these movies for a reason. Yeah. Like, stick, you can make some creative. I don't think anybody's going to complain about the creative changes, but no. just stick to the basics. No. You don't. You're yeah, not doing anything I, crazy. I'm, but yeah, so I'm all for these Disney yeah. remakes. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that, like, so my all time favorite Disney animated movie, the movie that I think is untouchable and is, so I mentioned that uh, I thought Lion King was incredible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. but wasn't my favorite Disney animated movie. Okay. There's one Disney animated movie that I think is perfect. Wow. Like that that there's there's nothing wrong with it at all. Like hmm. start to finish, end of the day, it is incredible. I'm curious. And for me, that's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Cool. I don't know why. Okay. I'll take that. I wouldn't have guessed that. I don't yeah. know why. It's just to me that is the perfect animated movie. Hmm. So I'm a little disappointed that you know that the new ones like, you know, a live action sequel mm. almost. Um, just because I love the story and I'd love to see, right. you know, I'd what about, love like, to the see. Like the Huntsman and all that. Have you seen those ones? I imagine. I haven't watched them. Oh, really? Okay. No, I didn't watch them. I haven't um, seen them either. They got just... pretty crap reviews. Okay. I, you know, I was just wondering, um, like, from your point of view, how they Like, I might up, but... get, uh, you know, I'll get around to them eventually. But even, like, I, you know, and I, so I watched Once Upon a Time, like, for the first two, three seasons, maybe. Mm. Um, and Snow White is a prevalent character in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that show took a lot of liberties with storylines and they changed stuff around a whole bunch. And yeah, so, so it's yeah, different. I, yeah. Anyways, hmm. um, let's talk about the voice acting in this movie. Yeah. So the only returning cast member is James Earl Jones. So they, and they, so good. they veer, oh, yeah. he's amazing. They, they veered away. There were a lot of Caucasian voice actors in the 94. Oh yeah. Cartoon. No, there's, there's, there's a lot of, not just, um, African descent. Not yeah, not even just yeah. black actors and actresses in this movie, but African. Yeah, actual African which descent. Which is which is great. Yes. Like it's, it's just kind of a fun, you know. It adds to the depth. They've got yeah. accents and they've got yes. and it kind of like it really fits the way that they're, you yeah. know, that they're talking. Yeah. Um so yeah, James Earl Jones returns. Yes. Um and as I mentioned in our last episode, bittersweet just because you can hear that he is a age. older, more tired right. James Earl Jones. Right. Um, and there was actually a moment like when we were, we were talking about Scar's voice earlier. Um, the next time you watch this movie, listen to Scar's voice because Scar in this has got a very baritone kind of deep low voice and i thought to myself "Ooh, this guy would have been a good Mufasa. <laughs> like he would have had really? that deep, Scar. you know. Um, See, I don't know, like, I, I couldn't picture Mufasa as anybody else. Hmm. I, I didn't look up at any of the... I knew, like, you can't block yourself from the world, but I knew, like, Beyonce was in this one. Yeah. But I didn't look up anything else. And as soon as I heard Mufasa, I'm like, that's the same. There and was, if it's not, that guy has a spot-on yeah. impersonation. Yeah. Hmm. Like, it was, so it was it perfect. Was, it was good. And I, I kind of liked the little bit of rasp. It almost made him sound, like, more powerful. Right. Like, yeah. In, in my opinion. It made like, him um, seem wiser. Yeah. 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 Donald Glover was great as adult yeah, Simba. Yeah, I liked um, Beyonce was great. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not a Seth Rogen fan. No. But it was a great casting what? choice. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I do enjoy Seth Rogen movies, but yeah. um, I, th- I thought he was, like, perfect. Yeah, like, it was a great choice. choice. Like, he's um, got a perfect voice, his laugh and everything. Whoever they got to do Timon. Um, I thought he was good. He's got kind yeah. of like a Nathan Lane sound to him. Um, but had a little more, it was like Nathan Lane, but, uh, twice as flamboyant. Like it was a very flamboyant Timon that we got, um, mm-hmm. at moments. Uh, and, but that was like, it was, yeah, it worked. Right. Yeah, I, it was I, good. Thought, I thought he was Um, Rafiki was spot on. Yeah. Zazu, I, I love me John some Rowan Atchison, did, but yeah. John Oliver did a pretty good. He did Zazu. a good job. I yeah. still, I, I prefer, um, Actually, I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I prefer, uh, voice acting wise, I think I prefer every version of the original better than the new one. Sorry, say that again. Like, 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 I thought that, um, Nathan Lane was better than the Timon that we got. Okay. In this one, I liked them all. Yep. With mm-hmm. the exception of one, there was one voice actor in the new one that I just didn't work for me. Scar. Uh, no, I, I didn't, and I didn't mind that. Um, but me, I, yeah. but I did think Jeremy Irons was better. Yeah. Yes. Um, yep, for sure. That Rafiki was... was good, but I thought the original guy was a little bit better. Like, I, I, and, and, I like and maybe the that's, Rafiki. you know, that's one I I've got do. such a bias here. Yeah, right? Of course. Like, of course. You know, um, the one that didn't work for me mm-hmm. was, uh, little, like young Simba. Simba? Yeah. For, mm, for some reason, it just didn't. It didn't. I didn't like it. Um, he had a very feminine voice. Well, and see, but I don't know. It wasn't even just that to me. It was, and I, I think like he did a fantastic job. Um, wow, like the scene in the gorge after, after Mufasa dies. Oh, that, yeah. the crying and the emotion that that kid put in there was incredible. Yep. Um, but the scene, uh, the scene leading up to the song, just can't wait to be king. Right. Um, when Simba and Nala are walking and they're talking about going to check out the elephant graveyard mm-hmm. and all this stuff, yep. it the acting in that scene felt so awkward to me. That, hmm. There was a couple of scenes and when they were wrestling. I don't know if you picked so up on that. Awkward. was a really weird scene for me as well. It would like, yeah. And I don't know as if it was like the sound so, yeah. design was kind of strange too in those moments. Like, there was just a couple of kid like lion cub moments that felt strange yeah there'd, um, there'd be like complete silence for like five and you just hear like a little grunt or something yeah it, yeah. it was just it was and weird so, like yeah. and yeah but the like and even it wasn't even just the delivery of their lines in those moments or in that scene but like even just like if you listen to what their line was it's like that's that's yeah that's awkward the way they're like <laughs> oh you know i'm i don't know if we should be doing this and like, <laughs> yeah. it was just and they the, delivered it in such um, amateur kid mm-hmm. actor ways, right? Um, which, like, I get that they're kids, sure. um, but in Hollywood these days, in the yeah. acting world, oh. there's zero excuse for that, right? Like the there are there are children actors out there that are professional, like yeah. crazy good actors, right? So yeah, I don't know that that was the only part that I felt was weird and didn't really work for me, yeah. Um, but aside from that, I, you know, all of the, all of the voice acting was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who they considered for Scar? Who? Sean Connery. Okay. No, that was a joke. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> butthead. 
Um, we, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's a bunch of the cup stuff I thought was weird. And I think, um, I think a part of that is that like there in this movie, there was some incredible visuals. Like yes. there, there are scenes, they, they extended the scene, uh, right at the beginning. They kind of show when, when Scar is hunting that mouse and mm. having the monologue with the mouse in the, in his den at the beginning, yeah. um, they've, they extended the scene to show us that mouse's journey to the den mm-hmm. right. and, and oh, they did true. it like there, I think there were, there were scenes like that that were done just to show off what they were accomplishing visually. Right. Like, even even at, the Rafiki thing with the hair, I thought the same yeah, thing. Like, yes. yeah, that was like yeah. a two minute. Yeah. Not it's two like minutes, you're just showing yeah, us just, what you can do, they're, they're and I'm fine because it's the beautiful. Disney money. Yeah. So, so two things with that. One, an uh, extension of that, some of the visuals that you get in a live action movie compared to the cartoon, like some of these were like planet Earth esque, like just oh yeah, some of the skylines, the star night, the sunrise, mm-hmm. the sunsets were fantastic. But two, some of the technology, and I'm don't have an understanding of all what was involved with this but it sounded like they had some vr components to it so some virtual reality where the actors would put on vr glasses and the team would all work together in like with a vr reality and they would actually be visualizing different things in while they were working on things right so i've got a point to that but um uh yeah so so there were some incredible visuals but uh there were a couple of moments where the i didn't buy the cubs like where i was like this looks you know like maybe when they were wrestling or something maybe some more complicated things to animate yeah um i was just like this they that doesn't look as real to me Hmm. but then there were scenes visually yeah visually okay but then there were scenes where i was like i this is like aside from the fact that they're talking yeah (laughs) this is insane like i can't wrap my head around that uh, but with the VR thing, there is, um, and what movie was it that they, they was it Rango? Oh, the lizard one. I yes. think this is made. Uh, it was the in the special features for this that I saw it. But oh. there's a way that they can like when you're doing mocap, hmm. um, and you have a scene that's a hundred percent digital. Right. They can load up or was it John Favreau was doing it with the jungle book I don't know but they can like they can rig up they can build a, a 3D virtual space Interesting. and then they can input or program that 3D virtual space into a camera Okay. and then have yeah. mocap, <laughs> and then have mocap actors act out a scene in like a in a mocap studio and have the director walk around that scene with Uh, the camera and not only is it showing him uh a pretty primitive unrendered version of it but he's seeing the he's seeing the the animated characters inside that's of cool. that world and that's, that's what he's filming that's and incredible they can, and they can film it and record it that way oh cool and ca- like capture the performance sure and then the effects team goes in and wow. and renders it and tweaks it and makes it like and to me that's, that's like that's crazy exciting technology that's so crazy because that blends that blends the world between like i'm so glad that we ended up uh that andy circus really pushed this mocap thing right um 
and that mocap like that we've we've all kind of universally decided that mocap and cool. and not only mocap see so they're not calling it that anymore it's uh instead of motion capture mm-hmm. it's performance capture oh cool um because now not only will they you know like in the case of um in the case of like the new avatar movies mm. Um, not only are are you covered in dots and whatever, and they're you know they're capturing your movements sure. to make sure your movements are spot on, but there'll be like a like a little boom arm that comes out from this headset that you're or this helmet that you're wearing that has basically a GoPro that is pointed at your face and is picking up and reading all these little paint markers that are on your face, and they're actually capturing your facial expressions as well and then they'll you know then they'll overlay caesar the ape onto you or they'll you know they'll do whatever else but it's it's performance capture they're they're picking up you know you'll also have a microphone so when andy circus is making the you know he's voicing caesar sure um it's it's that's you know that they're getting everything uh, pretty much all of it is andy circus and then they're just kind of like putting a monkey skin on top of them right so to me that's that's so cool what a strange world we live in and i don't know like i don't know how much that was maybe some of that yeah maybe uh rafiki was mocapped sure yeah right it would make sense human-esque body yeah yeah Um, yeah. more so than like obviously the lines and stuff like that right right did you guys pick up in a couple of scenes too and i noticed it a lot with like grown simba Mm. uh mufasa um scar you know when you're watching a movie and the audio and the video is delayed by like a quarter of a second, but you hmm. can just tell that it's off? I, I didn't pick up on oh, that. Oh, there's a couple of times like my OCD was just, <laughs> the lips were not saying what oh. the words that were coming out. I didn't oh, notice I that. Couldn't, I couldn't not see it. I'm glad I didn't notice oh, that because that is the worst. I don't remember if I saw it the first, uh, picked up on the first time, but Ooh. this time there's it, not a lot. and it was, No. I, it only seemed to be with the adults. Lions, weird, and it wasn't a lot of scenes. It was like maybe like three, four times. But there's, and then and then I was kind of like really focusing on it. And then there's a couple times it's like spot on, like right. And and it's animation. It's not a human talking, so it's obviously different. But sure, there's a couple times where their mouth is not even close to what they were saying, oh. and I couldn't I couldn't unsee it. So it's it's funny that we're talking about all this crazy tech, but then there's some things where yeah, like they just it's it's so difficult to do and. Hmm. It, Lions aren't meant to speak like humans, so it's it's not a so natural yeah, it was thing kinda, to it do. It was an awkward yeah. thing to yeah. probably have to try to animate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they did like it was only a couple of times, but I was just like, once I saw it, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't unsee it. Do you, do you guys think they made? There's been some maybe less high quality movies with quote unquote speaking cognizant animals. Do you think they made the right decision with having their mouths move, or would it have been better if the line just stood there, no. mouth still, and no, like, I like the words were coming? Okay. To move. You, okay. If yeah. there's a group of lines, you don't know who's you wouldn't know no, who's talking. No, yeah. Right? Like, and I know just some movies like super that. Super difficult. And I can't think of a good example. They're all kind of crap. But I was just yeah. just wanted to raise the question. Homeward Bound is like that, and it works for Homeward Bound. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, it does so work. Long. I can't even remember. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Different, very different, yeah. Um, do you know what I love? The Lion King. The Lion King. And that, Snow that White. Too. And that. <laughs> and, those. and VR. And that. Yeah, that is Mo well. Sure. What, what do you like, Brady? I like eating at Norm's. Norm's Diner. Ooh. You know, Norm's Diner 
has been fresh since 1947. It's so good. And it's also Hanover's oldest restaurant. It is. So I think it's just, for many reasons, it's amazing. And super updated now. Like, it's licensed, and they've got, like, TVs hanging on the wall, but it hasn't lost its... It Diner hasn't lost touch. its charm. No. Um, and, uh, like, check out their Instagram page, because yeah. every week they have, like, a burger of the week. Ooh. And it is the reason why I don't have any money. Or a six-pack. Or a six-pack. Yeah. No, I love Norm's. No, I they don't sell six-packs. Like just pints. I'm an abdominal six pack. That was Anyways, that was so sh- it's so shameless. Yeah, but that's anyway. great. No, Norms is super. Like shout out know. to Norms Diner in Hanover. Norms is awesome. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, music. Yeah, there's a lot of great music in this movie. There was. I mean, they had a pretty I mean, good baseline to music. work with. Yeah. yeah. They had Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce. You know what? It was good. How can we make a better Beyonce? <laughs> oh, yeah, good idea. Good idea, Joe. They have Beyonce singing Elton John songs. Yeah. Like how? Like, you know? Yeah. How do you come back from that? There's, Cooking with gasoline. You know, there's no way. You know. Yeah. Uh, trivia, me. All or right. Us. Yes. I've, I'm going to do two questions okay. for now. All right. Uh, one's kind of a fluffy, just kind of like, uh, just to get you warmed up. The other, we'll see how it is. Okay. Okay, so you know Key and Peele, um, the kind of I, I guess you'd classify them as comedians mm-hmm. in the last few They're in years. Toy Story Four. Yeah, so yeah. in the last few years they've kind of branched off into different projects. So you've kind of ruined the question a little bit. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Keegan Michael Key, um, he is in three different Disney films. Can you name the three films, either of you? You I'm can work pretty, together. He said I'm, Toy Story 4. Yeah. Toy Story 4. Thanks, Brady. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was in this. Like, okay, so hang on. There was a moment, and I'm trying to remember what characters it was. Okay. I think maybe it was Timon and Pumbaa, like Timon and Pumbaa's friends. Okay. Uh, yeah, it must be, because I, or was it? some of the hyenas i don't know but there was a moment where i was like are those the two guys from toy story 4 uh and then i dismissed it just as quickly because they didn't have a very big role right um and i was like ah no probably not i'm probably just thinking that it is sure um but now that this question is a question right now i'm thinking maybe i'm not so crazy well no were they in this so not both of them just keegan michael key uh, so he was in The Lion King. He was one of the hyenas. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, so, and the third movie that he's in that's a Disney film. Uh, it's got to be recent because they're just, just yeah. starting to... Mm, Not a clue. Yeah. Inside Out? No. Tomorrowland. That's a live action one. Yeah. I just said Disney. I didn't say No, I know, I know. I know, but I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm just not sure. I'm trying uh, to picture them. Okay. I liked Tomorrowland. I is that with George Clooney? Yeah. Straight up, I'm gonna be honest with you because that's how we roll. Yeah. I watched it about seventy percent of the way through, and I just stopped and I never came back. And I'm not sure why. I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> it it's fine. tough to watch movies fifteen minute increments. <laughs> that that fine. movie yeah. I watched all at once, and then I just stopped. No, that's fine. You can be wrong. 
I plan on it. <laughs> okay, so since you kind of trumped that question, I'm going to okay. replace it with an easier question. Okay. There's two Star Wars connections to The Lion King tonight. So the real easy one is James Earl Jones, Darth Vader. Yeah, and Donald Glover. <laughs> Let's direct the questions towards Kevin. All right, okay. Kevin, so no, no, no. Here, I'm gonna. Here's Did the I get final... my disclaimer out that here's... I am not a huge movie buff here's... aficionado? Here's I... <laughs> wow, I... I would have never even gotten close to that. So, for the record, for those who aren't as amazing as Brady, Lando Calrissian in, in the solo, solo a Star yeah. Wars movie. Okay, here's the final question that I wanted you to. All right, I'm for. not even gonna. I I won't even answer. You, I this one final it, boss. This if is Ke- if Kevin can't get it, I'll jump it. I'll tag. Okay. We'll tag team. Okay. I would classify this as medium to hard, but we'll see. It might be easy. Who are the only four people? who worked on the original animated film that reprised their respective roles in the new live-action movie. That's so hard. Mufasa? Who are the oh, only like... four people okay. who worked on the original film and the new one? The Mufasa guy. Yeah, so and James Earl Jones. Jones. So yeah. that's that's one. one that's, that's as far as I'm going to get. Okay. Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Correct. Oh, yeah. So two. Um, I mean... Okay, I'm I'm gonna talk this out loud. They get harder. Just yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna out loud. Please, um, I should have got that. I one. mean, Elton John's <laughs> music appears again, but I don't think, like, I think his work was done. Like, I don't think he did anything for this new one. Uh, I think they just used his music again. Um, yeah. See, at this point, and it's not the director, so I feel like. Now we're talking about producers and stuff, mm. and that's um, I don't know if Bob Iger counts. Probably not. Um, hmm. Yeah, I. I'm thinking that's about as far as I'm gonna get. So you're 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 warm. So the third is actually Elton John. Oh, okay. So he also returned to rework his musical compositions uh, from the original film before okay. his retirement. That's fun. And the fourth is another songwriter, Tim Rice. Um, he also came back and he actually performed uh, a new song. Or actually, I don't know if he performed, but he wrote a new song for the end credits called Never Too Late. Oh, okay. Um, we didn't stay for those. No, I, I think it was maybe even performed by Elton John. Okay. But anyway, those were the four carryovers. Yeah, yeah. cool. Well, at least one of my three questions mildly, momentarily stumped you. Yeah. So I can keep that in my I'm back I'm going to give Brady a 75. That's, that's a pass. That's yeah. A pass. That's Sweet. pretty Thanks. good. Yeah, right. Right. Good Thanks, for you, guys. Brady. Thanks, guys. Hmm. Yeah. Can I just say, so I've got one question for the biologist listeners here. I guess I just don't have an understanding of ecosystems enough. So this isn't my own thought. Other people are aware of this. But in the cartoon and this, Pride Land, kind of the visual of Pride Land is a mirror to its moral status of when Scar is king, it's deader Mm -hmm. than a doornail. When Mufasa was king, like it's vibrant, it's alive, it's whatnot. I just don't understand when you eat all the prey or chase them out of pride land that was the other thing shouldn't everything be lush and green like shouldn't everything be lush and green because there's no one eating the grass 
I just, but maybe no, maybe no, it breaks the circle of light. Like maybe it breaks this. Like, yeah, there's ecosystem. no manure. Yeah, I want to know where the water go. Why'd the water dry up? Yeah, that uh, like it just seems more like a story narrative of like let's mirror mm. what's morally going on versus actually what would happen in an ecosystem. I don't. I, was just curious. I don't think I made the connection in the original that when the lightning strikes uh, and causes that fire, oh, that that's totally Mufasa. That's Mufasa's what? role in this fight. What do you because, mean? Because, no, what? Because, okay. listen, listen, because when Simba is having the conversation oh, it's in the sky, storm. it's a lightning storm. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. totally Mufasa going, let me help. I mean, I've never thought of that before, but that's not outrageous. It's totally Mufasa. That's not outrageous. Yeah, yeah. totally is. Fair. Uh, here's a question. Sure. Kind of an out there question. Okay. How intentional, how deliberate do you think the decision not to give any of the animals genitals was? Completely. In the new one? Yeah, in the new one. Completely on purpose. Like, completely. Yeah. It's a Disney movie. 2019, they're going to get complaints. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't actually notice that. They also, but they also never, in this movie, they never show uh, any of the male lion's walking away from the camera you never see any of them from behind not even scar not even scar so Mm. i think it was done in such a way to go you can't see the genitals but uh what about mufasa when he's walking with simba to begin he got it there wasn't there a behind scene i felt like there were but yeah maybe they wouldn't be because think about it it would have looked weird you would have gone oh you're a ken doll down there huh yeah i don't know (laughs) it would have been distracting <laughs> it no, but been you, weird. You like either way, Guys are pervs. either way, no, no, no. But <laughs> hey, either way, I'm just kidding. Either way, like had they had they put everything in, and it was like, oh wow, those are big lion testicles. That would have been that would have you know would have been very noticeable. This, um, and this I feel like the other sideways. way around. If it was like just a smooth nothing there, yeah. you also would have been like that. Oh, so you're saying that odd. there was no scene, so we don't know. I think, well, and I think, I think even in the shots that they showed you, I think had they decided to make them 100% anatomically correct, I do think you would have seen something. But I think they were also pretty selective about their shots so that you questioned it less. Is this a thing, is this like um, something you noticed they didn't or did they like make a statement that they're... Uh, It's just something I noticed during Uh, the movie. okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess they just want to steer away from anything remotely controversial. Sure. Right? I mean, yeah. I get it. Yeah, you, you can't please everybody, but no. yeah. Anyway, probably, that was probably just the same for something I you know. I thought I your biology question. I think Brady alluded to this in the past podcast. Was what were they going to use for the mythical fruit? <laughs> whatever. You, I'm not going to say any religious terms. Right. That they put on Simba. Right. And this one though, it was like it was like weed thistle, red sugar. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, but I mean, it was more. Yeah, that's true. It was more believable. Yeah, it made more sense. You're like, okay, I I I remember. So I listened to your guys' podcast. Oh, thanks. I wondered who the two, one of the two viewers were. I got my mom to watch it too. Oh, Um, I knew it. But I was actually after listening to that, you guys were joking about it. I was like, I wonder (laughs) what they're gonna use. Yeah. And then, sure enough, they didn't use anything. No. No. They're like eh, uh, curve. <laughs> because it's the in the in the original like so we only see Rafiki's staff like once. Oh, can we talk oh, about that? Yeah, like, he, he, oh, he, like, pulls it out. baby, 
and you're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. But because whatever that, whatever that completely BS fruit is from the first one, okay, he's just, got like he's got a couple of in the in the original. He's got a couple stick. of them like attached to his staff. I'm mm-hmm. just just for playing devil's advocate. We there are some fruit I'm sure we are unaware of. Like we, there there has to be things that are not common in North America that are just commonplace well, in Google Africa. it right now. It was Google a it coconut. right now. What it, is the fruit? You guys it's a coconut with red up. fluid in it. Yeah, it's if you Google that and it comes right. up fine. Yeah, but, but no. So in this one, like I, st- you know, they use like that. Yeah, it's like a root or something. Yeah, and I'm like, I still don't know what that is, but I buy it. Yeah. More. Oh no, no, it's definitely more. Well, and like you said, I hope Peter doesn't find something that's like, oh, it's a. Oh, it's the blah blah blah. From it's the African some remote, fruit coconut. Some remote island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Like, yeah. it's their national fruit. Interestingly, um, one thing. So there was a couple of things um, that happened throughout this movie where it, it ventured away from 100% realism um, but it was still kind of fun like it it, it was like that magic moment um, and yeah one of those being in this version of the Lion King uh, Rafiki still definitely practices witchcraft yeah, he or, was... or like he, he still he still got some power yeah. Um, you I know, mean, magic can, is a thing in this. Like he's when like the thing with all the bugs on the thing, and he like brushes the bugs away, and it's like you know the cartoon kind of Simba thing. Yeah, yeah. Can I say I completely thought when he was picking the bugs and putting them on that tree trunk, I thought to make the Simba picture, I thought he was going to squish the bugs and their guts was going to leave some type of imprint. I was mm-hmm. waiting for, uh. Oh my goodness! Holy cow, you guys! Um, I was—it's like midnight. I was waiting for um, when, um, in in the cartoon when they're getting Simba, they're like, "Ah, oh, you know, this is we eat bugs. Try a bug, you yeah. know." And he says, "Slimy yet satisfying." Right. Um, there's like some like they're like biting into them and pulling them apart in the cartoon. And there's like some green goo and some like <laughs> ooze coming out. So I was waiting for that, right? Like in this one, Timon's got that big white and black, like juice, one. juicy the looking cream one. caterpillar. Uh, and I was expecting to see one get squished or ripped apart and like some <laughs> some guts to also, come out. But it the, didn't happen. In the new one too, along those one Simba's growing up, Pumbaa, which I don't think they say in the original, he's like, oh, you've gained 400 pounds. And it's after the original. Um, did anybody else think, like, how many of these bugs did he eat to gain <laughs> 400 pounds? I know. And, I mean, yeah, to be a, a you know, a, huge a fully li- grown, yeah. proper male lion. Yeah. He's eating, eating a lot of bugs. Yeah. Okay, so, returning to what we were talking about. Yeah, what is the fruit? According um, to Adunia, which is some company or business I found online, it's Bobab fruit. That's how you pronounce okay, the tree. Go- Google a picture of it. Yeah, let's I want see a picture. It. I want to see what this actually looks like. If this of is the tree thing. or the fruit, the, the fruit. fruit. Screw the tree. It's just gonna. It's probably just gonna be a picture of a coconut. Yeah, it'll look like a watermelon. Here. What? Right there. No. 
That thing doesn't have juice in the middle. That's that one's dehydrated. That's search like the inside of that's, that's, <laughs> those are red blood that's cells. Ground beef. Okay, <laughs> that is definitely a red blood cell. Okay, so the Google Images is not cooperating, but this website claims that it's uh, bad fruit. Brady's correct. It's a mythical fruit. Yeah. You know what? I don't really care enough about this to. Okay. So does anyone right else have anything really crucial? Um, no. Let me just think. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, so final say, out of 10, Kevin. Ooh. Can I pass and think about it? Sure. Please do. Okay. Pete? So it's between a 9.4 and a 10. Wow. Okay. It's okay. very close. Um, so like story, rewatchability, enjoyment. If right. it had its intended... Uh, goal of entertaining me or what like it's if it's a thriller can we, can we add on can we do an original and a live action comparison like, like not two comparison scores? but like yeah two scores yeah sure course, yeah. yeah I mean we I think Ooh. we gave ours last time so yeah but yeah. you certainly can please oh you did okay yeah I, I watched that episode I swear but yeah. <laughs> I did I just uh, it's late yeah. so for me I would say I give it a I'd give it uh, somewhere between, I'd give it an 8.75. Cool. Okay. You guys are very, see, I would, so the original, I'd, I'd have to go like 8.9 and this one I'll go like uh, 8.1. Okay. So still within that eight. Yeah. Still. Solid eight. Still in the, in the. It's a lower eight than. Yeah. But still in the the high percentile. Yeah. And, and I should clarify, like, my scale is kind of different than yours. Like, mine is just each question is a zero for no, uh, one is a maybe, and two is an absolutely. So it's kind of like a coma scale. Like, was this movie absolute crap? It's a zero. Okay. Was it amazing? It's a ten. So that doesn't mean that if I gave a movie an eight last week, I think it's worse than a movie that's ten out of ten. It's just trying to give an indication, like, it was really good or if it was really crap. Just yeah. do a real quick number. Just See, to- for me, it's like... In order to get above a nine, it's something that like no matter what I'm doing, where I am, if somebody's like, "Hey, let's watch X," I'm dropping Down. it and I'm I'm watching that. Right. Yeah. Down Whereas Lanking, I really like it, but I don't think it's one of those movies that you know if I I couldn't watch it once a month. No. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. So in order to be a, a nine, that's got to be like yeah. I can watch this anytime, anywhere. I'm down. The question I'm gonna pose to you guys is there's a magic genie that comes out and you have three wishes and they all, they're all the same wish and you can only basically you have three bullets to use and you would you use it one on Lion King you can pick three movies and forget everything that happens and essentially rewatch it for the first time Ooh. would you use that for either well more so the cartoon Lion King would you use one of your three bullets for yeah. that movie to for rewatch the original it, Lion for King? the original Lion nah. King to watch it again Nah, Kevin, I, I can pick all. any any movie. Any movie with Lion no, King. Surely no. there's. I can't think of three. Off the no, I'm not. There's, I'm, there's be three that I'd prefer okay. over that. Okay, oh, I can I just think. Thought, yeah. I mean, just the odds are. I'm just thought I'd know. Off the I'd, top of my head, Back to the Future would be one of them. Of course it would. For you, for you. Uh, yeah. Um. Maybe Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Right, like if I if the I series. had no idea yeah. w- what was going to happen, that oh, that'd probably honestly, be the, if we're if we're counting series, yeah. that's got yeah. yeah. And then honestly, definitely, like if I could go through 
if I could sit down and watch Star Wars and have no idea that Vader's Luke's dad right. or that Luke and Leia are yeah. siblings or, like, any of that, yeah, know that, like, because I can still remember one of the greatest, like, movie theater experiences for me mm-hmm. was watching uh, Attack of the Clones. And that moment where Yoda walks out, throws his cane <laughs> aside and starts Ooh, flipping around, baby. the theater went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew what hit them, yeah. right? And so to be able to relive moments like that, that right. would be pretty cool. Right. But so. yeah, so Lion King is not one of the three. No, I don't think You're so. You're essentially asking, like, is this a top three movie? In, yeah, that's true. That's a different ish. way. Yeah, yeah. That's a different yeah. way of asking it. And so. I'm gonna, I'd say no. Fair. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, that'll just about do it for us. Um, Thanks for tuning in and listening to this episode. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Uh, If you have enjoyed it, click share. Mm -hmm. Um, Share it on Facebook. Share it around. Yeah. Um, You know, yeah, it it helps. You can... Yeah, never mind. No, you you can can what? No, no, come on. Come on. You can what? What were you going to say? You can pick your nose. You can't pick your friend's nose, but you can pick your podcast. I literally just said that, like the original version of that. Mm-hmm. I literally just said that to my girlfriend yesterday. And she's still your girlfriend? She told me uh, that if I wanted to, I could pick her nose. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I like I don't know. And don't she's know cool with you publicizing this. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Kevin, we'd like to thank you so much for coming. Thank oh, you for coming. Yeah. So, Kevin, we have, a, fun. we have a little tradition at the end of our episodes here okay. uh, where we give a shout-out oh, to geez. anybody. No, uh, I got one. We, okay, perfect. In order to make this podcast happen today, okay. Shelly Thompson oh, came in clutch, came into work for me, Ooh, doctor. picked her up so I could sneak out, watch yep. Lanking with you guys. And what was her in. name? Shelly. 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 And I, ironically, I... She, she made it happen for I me saw today. her driving that. like a maniac in town just coming to try and save your bacon. And I was like, hey, yeah, it was, I saw her. Shelly. She came in in the, the bottom of the ninth, two outs. I was just losing hope yep. that I was going to make it. Yeah. She shows up. Yep. Perfect. Shelly, you... So, yeah. Shelly, wherever you work, whatever you do, keep 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 it up. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, thanks a lot for having me. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoy listening to your podcast. I'll continue to do so. Thank you. Awesome. We'll do this some other time. Absolutely. I wish more right. people would lie to us like that. I, 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 every movie that I've seen, I've watched. I have been holding off on Toy Story 4 until That's I true. see it. Kevin is, Kevin was, this is a little trivia fact. Uh, might be a question in future episodes. He was the first of my friends to like our page. So, I mean, hey. Support the homies. Support the homies. See, yeah. but I mean, that's, you know. To say he's the first of your friends to like the page, I guess is like more of wait, wait, an wait, indication it, that his notification on his phone works. And I know, other people but are hang doing on. Sure. To say that he's the first of your friends to like the page yeah. is the same as you saying Earth is the first planet that you've visited. <laughs> it's the only planet. Are you saying that I only visit your guys' Facebook page? No, I'm saying you're his only friend. <laughs> oh, I see. I got the connection <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was mean. It was, it was, was, but it was, it was good spirit. <laughs> it was well played. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for okay. listening. Yeah, everyone. thanks for listening. Tune in this Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna have a regular episode about stuff. About stuff. Mm-hmm. Do we know what what it is, or are you yeah. guys? Do you want to know? Close? Yeah. Do you want to know? Should we spill if, the beans if, on that? It's up yeah. to you guys. You so, can, so we're actually for the first time in like weeks, ten episodes. Yeah. We are. We're not gonna do a movie review. 
Actually, okay. So uh, the first we that's our first two were like that. Yeah, I know. So ten oh, you're gonna episodes. Do like a topic. It's been ten. Oh, episodes I'm since, sorry. Yes, you know. okay. pardon me. Wow. Um, yeah. So we're gonna do a topic. We're gonna talk about uh, the. Uh, we're essentially going to just break down the um, Marvel Hall H Comic Con presentation. We're gonna talk about Phase Four, and okay. what the MCU looks like moving forward. Mm-hmm. And we'll briefly touch on you know what Other it looked things. like up until this point. Yeah. Um, but it'll mostly be the the future of the MCU. Yeah. Is this the time where I tell everyone to bring out their pitchforks because I've seen <laughs> Iron Man one and two, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, this will be the last time you hear from me. Brady, guys. how do you delete this episode? <laughs> Let's spend, not just air cut it. that. Cut yeah. that. And post. I'm going to spend cut a that. lot of time just editing out. All of Kevin from this episode. <laughs> I blew it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's time. You, Come at me. Yeah. You dirty rascal. You uh, street rat. You street rat. Uh, okay. Well, until next time. Oh, actually, I do want to say, just because this was a term we coined when we were originally making this podcast, thank you for being an honorary movie man. An honorary oh, movie man. Yeah. Throw it in the bio. Next next yeah. intro. I want that oh, in there. Oh, yes. Let me just add that. Throw in. it in. What right. are we doing? I'm just at working on his bio for the next for the time. For the intro. Oh, next, okay. next guest. Honorary yeah. member. Yeah, Take there it. we go. All right. Put that on your LinkedIn. If you yeah. need me for a resume for that. That's actually above the two times. Your too. eHarmony. <laughs> there you go. Plenty of fish. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. All right. And... See ya.